up, nerds? ESPN plus the ESPN but this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. The And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. What are we doing? I'm going to drop the plans for this. And Eric Fry. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to another edition of the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 of the game ESPN radio. How's everyone doing out there on this uh, Thursday, this thirsty Thursday, throwback Thursday, going to be a chilly Thursday coming mm-hmm. up here in uh, not too long. <laughs> no, we- it's the calm before the storm, calm before the uh, chill here in FEM at least out there and we're alive here on the 98.9 of the game at jack fm studios of travis sparks eric fry hanging out with you till the noon hour here on trust Shirley espn radio coming up we got some local sports to uh talk about uh, some uh, sports that happened last night and uh, tell you about all the action that has already been postponed and canceled for this evening i might also take a look at some holiday tournaments as well and we have a game coming up on our airwaves this evening here on a 98.9 at the game. It's one of the best days of the year. It is a bragging rights there in St. Louis at Enterprise tonight. And it's Illinois versus Mizzou in college basketball. So we'll take a look at that matchup and get a set for that one. And we'll also hit up on some other national sports as well. NBA player that we just mentioned in the pod yesterday or on the show yesterday stepped up in a big moment. Our guy Io, and we'll talk about that. We'll hit on some NHL, college football. Take a look at the bowls that happened yesterday and uh, that are happening today. Uh, recap a little college basketball. Might even hit up on uh, some major league of baseball as uh, Dansby Swanson was officially introduced as a Chicago Cub there in the press conference. No failed physical for him. And also uh, take a look at the NFL as well. Some big news about the NFL Sunday ticket uh, came down to the pipeline this morning as well as uh, the next week. It kicks off uh, this evening. And we will take a look at that all coming up here on the program. And, of course, whatever we don't get to here in the Trestle Show. 
We'll get to in the uh, podcast in some uh, form or uh, fashion. And, of course, the starting lineup is brought to you by McMahon Meats, Tingley Insurance Agency, Wet Pools and Spas, Worth Comparator Repair, and uh, Tatopolis State Bank. We appreciate all those folks, and we appreciate all of you out there as well. And as far as we know, the plan uh, for tomorrow is we still plan on having a uh, show. And uh, next week will change, though, however, with the holiday tournaments with the girls. Uh, in action in Mattoon and the boys uh, down in uh, Cesar uh, planning on not having a show at least for the first three days of the week uh, next week due to those schedule conflicts uh, there so just wanted to uh, pass uh, that message along to you so uh, let's go ahead and let's uh, get it started and let's uh, jump right in to the show and let's kick it off with what we always do let's kick it off with first things first before we get into the show First things first. And this is a uh, perfect place to uh, start here today. It's a college of basketball as EIU uh, stand up. Where are my Panthers at uh, this morning? As Iowa, what happened? As last night, EIU, Marty Simmons went to Iowa City and uh, took down uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes. And EIU uh, came away with the huge victory over Iowa and uh, college basketball uh, last night. Uh, and this is, could be a historic upset it is, uh, yeah. there because EIU was 30-point uh, underdogs in uh, this one. And they went into Iowa and won 92-83 to 83 was the final. So EIU were all Panthers here today. So uh, what an upset last night in Iowa for EIU. What a great job by EIU. I mean, yeah. just, you know, you are going into that game not expecting at all to have a shot, let alone win, but to have a shot. And you come out and, you know, you win. Hodges there, uh, Kenyon Hodges had 22 points. Caleb Donaldson had 16 as well for EIU, uh, who are now 4-9 and nine on the season. Uh, Travis, this was, when I, when I saw this on, on Twitter, I was like, yeah. Go EIU. Mm-hmm. Like, right. And, and you know, they've had some moments where they've looked good and they've had some moments where they haven't looked so good, but they looked pretty good last night. All right. They looked amazing there in the uh, second half. It didn't start off so well for EIU. It's like, oh, okay, well, this is 18 to 4 start for Iowa. And then they had the 45 37 lead at half. And this is just uh, another ho hum uh, cupcake game for Iowa. But then EIU came out scorching hot there in the uh, second half. They tied it up. Hodges had a lot of dunks, including uh, the game tire there at 55. And then they just never left led up there in the second half. They outscored Iowa in the second half by 17, 55 to 38 did EIU. And they were 21 of 29 after halftime. That's 72% from the field. They were four for eight from beyond the three-point arc while Iowa couldn't buy a bucket for Fran McCaffrey last night in the second half. Two for 17 from beyond the arc. And what, they were like seven for 33 overall for the entire game and 11 of 36 in the second half from the field. That's 31%. You know, win a, win a lot of games uh, no matter who you are. If you're shooting 72%, the opposition's shooting 31%. Absolutely. And 
you know, Travis, I, I just saw the video of EIU celebrating um, in the locker room. Yeah, Marty Simmons and Marty Simmons. EIU having a good time. And, and a little water the, bath. The thing I loved about it, Travis, was the fact that you could see the joy, not just the players, but in the coach as well. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you could see how much it's meant to him. Of course, we we know the, the the story of Marty and you know went to Lawrenceville and from this area and coached it yeah. at Evansville. Like this is a big deal for him, for EIU, for the uh, the OVC. Mm-hmm. Like sure. you took down a Big Ten team. Is right. Iowa as good as they were a couple of years ago? No, mm-hmm. but they still have a winning record. Right, and it's still, still a them. Big Ten, a Power Five, a conference team. Absolutely, there, it was the fourth uh, Power Five win uh, for EIU. Uh, others came in 1974, 1987, and the last one came in uh, 2019. And it was also their second win ever in uh, 35 years over a Big Ten uh, team there wow. for EIU. So. Uh, what an amazing night there. And also, it's a historic upset. They were a 30-point underdogs. Some sportsbooks have um, uh, 31.5-point underdogs. And over the past 30 seasons, according to ESPN Stats and Info, 30-point underdogs were 0 and 558. Now they're 1 and 558, thanks to EIU's upset over Iowa. So when you mean historic college basketball upset Mm -hmm. it was historic in that aspect you know no matter what if you want to throw it down 30 point uh underdogs 31 and a half uh underdogs uh, still a huge upset there for eiu Uh, like you said hodges led the way 22 points from cape Girardeau, missouri there and also dan lowers came up with some big buckets in the second half he was in double digits akeem rose jr and uh, kyle thomas both were in double figures as well with 13 so uh, right there, one, two, three, four, five guys in double figures for the uh, Panthers. Mm-hmm. And uh, they take down a Fran McCaffrey and the Iowa Hawkeyes last night. I told you when I came in uh, this morning that they, uh, the only thing that could have made it uh, sweeter is if it was against Michigan. But I'll take it against Iowa. EIU pulling off the upset last night. Absolutely. And to think EIU still 4-9 and nine on the season, still probably – uh, got a long season in front of them, but th- this is going to be a highlight for the entire year for, oh, for, sure. for EIU. I mean, regardless, they could not win another game the rest of the season, Travis, and it would be <laughs> it would be a decent year because yeah, you beat definitely. Iowa. In Iowa, mind you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep, exactly. That's what makes it even more mm-hmm. uh, impressive uh, there. So EIU pulling off uh, the upset, and there was also a small upset as well. As I was looking at the rest of EIU's schedule, SIU Edwardsville, uh, they beat SLU last night 69-67. to So uh, not a hu- as huge of an upset, but you know, still uh, Edwardsville uh, getting the win over uh, SLU. That's a pretty uh, good one there. And <laughs> I, as I was looking up the uh, highlights uh, for EIU and Iowa, one thing that I saw was Michigan State with uh, Coach Izzo wearing his elf sweater and getting yes. mad and getting a yes. technical. Must have been a, a South Pole elf. No, nothing better than Coach getting a technical Izzo. in an elf costume. I like it. I like <laughs> in it. an elf sweater. Uh, Coach Izzo getting in the holiday spirit. And maybe we should get some holiday spirit from Michigan as well, losing to a North Carolina last night. And go figure, Juwan Howard having a blow-up on the sidelines there. Uh, the coach of the year 
uh, for sure from a few years ago. Yep. Big ups to Coach Howard and uh, Michigan can't beat North Carolina and can't beat uh, Coach Underwood and Illinois. We'll talk about Illinois and uh, Mizzou coming up with the uh, bragging rights game uh, this evening. And go figure. It's another 8 o'clock start, but we'll have coverage for you starting at uh, 7 o'clock here on a 98.9. The uh, game, we'll talk about that bragging rights coming up in uh, just a second. But uh, coming up next here on the program, let's talk some uh, local sports, some local basketball that was last night only a few games that happened including one on our airwaves that was a, a big matchup in a girls basketball and we'll tell you about all the games that are postponed for tonight so that's coming up next here on the starting lineup we'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 the game we need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires taking lives and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. I saw a magic show last night. Really? Picture a private theater. Then the lights come up. Bam! Wow! Then the music and the special effects. And the magician? Illusionist, Sheila. Illusionist. He was awesome. And I'm like, no way! And how'd he do that? I didn't know you went to Vegas. Vegas? Uh, This show was right here in town. This was better than Vegas. The Amazing Martin with Worth Computer Repair. He can do things with your computer that would even amaze a magician. Contact Worth Computer Repair today at 618-292-1002. So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen, and galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. Peacock presents the new original limited series, The Best Man. The final chapters from the creator of The Best Man and The Best Man Holiday and executive producer of Insecure. The series reunites the original cast to wrap up all the unfinished business with new loves, career highs, parenthood, grief, and everything in between. The series explores what threatens to tear us down and what ultimately keeps us together. Coming this week, stream The Best Man, the final chapters, only on Peacock. And now, the starting lineup. With the five wins, I think they'll have enough playoff points. This is Marty Stock at Hunters Plus with some money-saving ideas. Start with a great... On 98.9 The Game. Back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9 of the game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you here on this Thursday. And uh, let's talk about uh, some uh, local sports uh, that happened uh, last night as we had 
a marquee matchup on our airways over on a Jack FM. It was a matchup of the Indians. It was a battle of the Indians in the NTC as this game was supposed to happen tonight, but due to that impending weather, uh, they moved it up to a Wednesday and uh, last night so it was a uh, Nioga coming away with uh, the uh, victory though and it was uh, by the final of 61 to uh, 31 there as uh, Nioga jumped out uh, to a, a great uh, start as uh, they came out and scored uh, against Altamont 20 to 11 they opened up the lead mm. there in uh, the uh, first quarter as uh, you know some nights it was just not falling for Altamont and the shots just weren't falling there and uh, you know uh, Grace Nelson was kind of trying to force the action a little bit just to have something to get going right. for the Lady Indians there in the early going as you know she was driving to the basket and she was met by three four defenders at a time and she was uh, picking out long rebounds and running the other way with it. And it was, she would be surrounded by four Neoga defenders, but she would just have to put it up. She's like, I got to get something going yeah. for the team to get a little bit of a spark. And uh, so only two field goals in the entire first quarter for Altamont. And, uh, you know, uh, the rest came out the free throw line, including four from Grace there. And uh, they fell behind early. And, you know, Neoga being the great team uh, that they are, yeah. just can't fall behind early. And, you know, you got to take advantage of uh, every shot that you can. And Altamont, just, shots just weren't falling uh, last night for them on their side. Yeah, and Yoga, like you said, they're number three in the state for a reason. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not, you know, it, it's not a popularity contest. Like, there's a reason why they're ranked where they are. Now, Altamont has gotten, you know, some consideration, some votes we talked about last yeah. time we looked at the rankings. But, you know, the question's always been with Altamont, specifically this year, where else are you going to get your offense from? Mm-hmm. Because defenses are going to key in on Grace. And like yeah. you said, every time she went up, she had three or four Nyoga Indians around her. Mm-hmm. Who's going to step up and help? And uh, at least as you were talking through the first quarter there, it, it was all Grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Remy did make a three-pointer uh, there in the uh, opening quarter. And for Nioga's side, uh, it was a great start for Bryn Richards. Mm-hmm. She took advantage of some offensive rebounds. And as she scored six, uh, Allison Sampson, uh, she scored uh, six points as well, including a, a three-pointer there in the opening few minutes of for Nioga. And then in the uh, second quarter, of course, Sydney Richards was a little quiet there in the opening quarter, at least from an offense perspective. Uh, but uh, she got it going in the uh, next quarter. She scored nine in the second quarter. And the yoga ended up doubling up Altamont 18 to a six to take the 38-17 lead at the half. And of course, uh, the biggest story that's uh, coming out of the game and that came out of that first half was about, I'd say about two or three minutes to go in the uh, half. Uh, Grace Nelson uh, went down with an injury as uh, they were battling with with positioning for the rebound. And I don't know if she uh, came down awkwardly on her knee or on her leg or she uh, came down on a yoga defender. Uh, But uh, she got tangled up there and uh, she went down and she went down immediately. She was holding her left knee there and she stayed on the uh, ground for what seemed like uh, forever as uh, the air kind of was let out of the uh, gym mm-hmm. a little bit. Altamont's side, of course, was uh, silent, and uh, Nioga's side was, was as well. Everyone was just kind of in shock 
that a player of that caliber went down like that. And unfortunately, I don't have any more updates to, to give you uh, here. Probably too early to tell, but uh, she didn't play in the second half at all. Uh, she was on crutches. She came back and sat on the end of the bench, and she was on crutches. She had her left knee uh, wrapped up uh, there. So, uh, unfortunately, no uh, new updates uh, for you. But, um, you know, uh, we'll certainly get to you next week for sure, and I'm sure they'll know more about it uh, next week uh, there. But uh, she didn't play in the second half, and, you know, uh, she finished with uh, nine points, and she only had one uh, field goal uh, that wasn't a free throw. So right. seven of her points came from uh, the line. And I actually thought Altamont played a really good ball coming out of the uh, third quarter, with all things considered, seeing one of their uh, leaders and one of their teammates go down. And uh, they actually came out and played a little inspired, uh, but unfortunately it was just a short little initial burst as uh, Nioga came back to him and uh, started taking control again with uh, Haley Campbell in the post. Yeah, and like you said, they came out and played well in the second half. To me, that's emotion. That is adrenaline for Altamont. Playing with emotion, it can only get you so far in a game, that emotion that yeah. you can play with. Like you said, they saw you know their teammate, their, their, one of their leaders, go down. Who's, you know Everyone talks about Grace on the offensive side, and she does great things, but she's also a leader on the defensive side of the ball as well for that Altamont team and forcing those turnovers, transition buckets as we've talked about. And to see her go down, I'm sure it was a shell shock to the rest of the team, but I'm sure they used that emotion from halftime to carry mm-hmm. into the third quarter, but it can only get you so far against the team of Neoga's caliber. Right, that yeah. playing with that emotion uh, until, unfortunately – a better team kind of took control again. Right, yeah, and then Yoga ended up going and uh, getting the running clock going in the uh, fourth quarter. So Altamont only uh, was able to get uh, three points. They had a tough night uh, from the field. And, uh, you know, there are only uh, two uh, uh, field goals there, that only one in the uh, fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, uh, Nioga. 14 and 0 now and they're 5 and 0 in the NTC so I think they're a on the fast track who said they're going to be still undefeated by the conference tournament but uh you know I think they are a fast track to the number 1 seed in the conference tournament mm-hmm. uh next month uh don't play, they'll play in the Monticello uh holiday hoopla and they'll have a few other non-conference games uh but uh the big one uh, about a week or so before the conference tournament is uh well, the week before they'll take on St. Anthony but uh by that point the seeding meeting will already happen and they'll already know uh the seeds by that point and you know St. Anthony doesn't have any more conference games at least uh, that I see on their schedule of course they'll be up there in Mattoon as well right. before the Nioga uh, game so they don't really have any other opportunities to get improve their conference record mm-hmm. but uh, you know who knows maybe that would uh, motivate the uh, Bulldogs a little bit if they get uh, handed the uh, second seed but I think Nioga has done uh, yeah. enough here oh, in yeah. the early part of the season being 5-0 and and 14-0 and overall to be the number one seed there and uh, they're in pretty good positioning there in the NTC. I don't think you can argue with it at all. Mm-hmm. I mean I, could St. Anthony put up an argument? Yes but you look at the rankings, Travis Nioga is ranked higher than St. Anthony. So, therefore, I, I would put Nioga right. as, as the one. Now, let's let's talk Altamont. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where do you where do you go if if Grace is out for an extended period of time? Travis, this couldn't have happened at a worse time. Yeah, 
not only in a, in a big conference game like this, uh-huh. but now with the impending weather, you're probably not going to get to practice, or maybe they practice this morning. Yeah. You're not going to practice over the weekend because it's Christmas. Christmas, yeah. Then you're right into the tournament play, and you're playing, what is it, five games, six games? six ga- Five games total in three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you play two on two on Tuesday, two on Wednesday, and then uh, another one on uh, Wednesday and or again, Thursday. Not and, and whatever it is, you know. Yeah, it, again, Thursday. where if you're Coach Lurkins, you have to be, you know, talking to the team and saying someone's got to step up. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to have confidence in their shot, and someone's got to step up because points wise, as you said, Grace had nine. Through a quarter and a half, and she led the team. Yeah. That's not a good sign. Right. If you're Altamont offensively. Mm -hmm. Now, some of that in the Neoga defense, possibly. Some of that shell shock from Grace being injured, possibly, and being concerned about your teammate. Mm -hmm. Yes. I can see all that being factors. But you also have to keep going. Mm -hmm. You you have to keep going. And and next man up, who's it going to be? Yep. Yeah, and it does. It did have a lot to do with that defensively. Like uh, Cindy Richards using mm-hmm. her length, mm-hmm. and she uh, blocked some shots. So did Brent Richards, and then uh, Allison Warman uh, came off the bench, and uh, she used her long arms as well. You know, she's six foot, so uh, they're great defensively uh, there. And it's all really going to come down to in uh, some games. You know, last night's officiating. Sometimes they played a play, sometimes they didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they got ticky tacky stuff. I, I don't know, but it all depends on how they're officiated uh, there and how aggressive they can be on the defensive end with those blocks. And let me. And let also, they did turn it over quite a bit in the second half, so they'll have to clean that up a little bit. That was one of the only negatives I saw for Nioga last night. Right. Otherwise, they were impressive. And let me let me be clear here because I know I've I've said some things uh, in the past on this show. <laughs> I think there's nothing that says even if Grace was healthy and played the whole game that Nioga was going to oh, yeah. win this game. I, the I think fact the score they came out in the first quarter and led what they did. Yeah, I, I think the score would have been closer. I don't think it would have been thirty. I don't think there would have been a running clock. But I, yeah, I, I didn't see Altamont winning that last no, night. No, I, it would have I, been almost like the St. Anthony situation. They would have right. Uh, Altamont would have got close. Yeah. But yeah, and, and it would have taken fifty from Grace. It would have just been they would have had to do like EIU shoot yeah. like seventy two percent coming out in the second half yeah. to to make it a game. So you know, all props to Nioga. Oh, definitely, hundred percent. And I want to make that very clear. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I I just if you're Altamont, That's this it. is a this is a tough blow. Um, the other thing I think of Travis is you know thank, I, I, it's gonna sound weird. But I'm glad that Grace got all the record stuff that she got mm-hmm. when she got it. Yeah. Because if this is an extended injury that takes her out for a while and she wasn't at the pace she was at heading into this season, mm-hmm. she may not get it. Right. So. Yeah. But uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, we next week until we get uh, more word. I'm sure everybody's I'm sure we'll talk to Coach on uh, well, Tuesday yeah, for and sure. I'm sure That's everybody's bombarded with with questions, and it's just like let them in, just enjoy the the holidays uh, as well. So uh, we'll check in on them next week for sure. Uh, some other action that happened, and uh, some other action in uh, girls basketball uh, last night. The, the uh, Arthur 
night's classic kicked off last night because of the uh, weather and in the west gym it was arthur picking up a couple of wins first it was over eisenhower by a point 43 42 and then uh, also they defeated Windsor's two straws 41 to uh, 33 and Windsor's two straws had to play back-to-back games due to uh, this uh, crazy wacky schedule trying to fit in all these games uh, there and uh, before that game against arthur Windsor's two straws beat heritage 48 to uh, 12 in uh, that contest in the East Gym, it was uh, Matt, Mount Zion picking up a couple of victories. Uh, they defeated uh, Shelbyville in uh, the first game, uh, 71-36 Cumberland, and then beat Christman 56-24. to uh, It was Becker leading the way for the Pirates. She had 18. Caitlin Shoemaker had 12. Cumberland came out of the gates, led 14-2, to and then 30-9 to at the half, and mm-hmm. obviously – Never looked back. Uh, Eisenhower then defeated Heritage 68-26, to and then Mount Zion in the last game of the night. They defeated Cumberland 64-29 to there. Didamore led the way uh, for the uh, Pirates. She had a 12. Mount Zion came out 20-11 to lead, and then they had it 45-18 at the half, and obviously never looked yeah. back there. And the uh, only other game that I saw on the girls' side, I did see that Greenville beat South yes. Central last night, 66-35. to uh, 35. Uh, Garrett led the way for South Central with 21 in the loss mm-hmm. there. Some other action in the boys' basketball. We had a couple of games uh, get uh, fit in here on that Wednesday. It was Lawrenceville over Dietrich by the final of 64-45. to uh, 45. It was the topless over Mount Vernon in T-Town as it was 67-58 to uh, 58 was the final. Topless had the one-point lead after the first quarter, 14-13. Then they extended that out to seven at the half, 28-21. Extended that in the third. Big third quarter or big fourth quarter for Mount Vernon. They outscored the shoes 26 to 23 in the final quarter, but obviously it came up a short. Nesbitt did everything he could for the Rams. 33 points he dropped on the shoes defense last night. Uh, to top us, they were led by Caleb Seamer. He had 19. Brendan Niebuhr, he had 13. Joey Niebuhr, he had 11. Double figure scores for the shoes. Gaddis had a 9, so he was knocking on the door of double digits. Uh, T Town now improves to a 9 and 1 on the season. And it was also a Hillsborough defeating a Vandalia in that makeup game from a Friday night as Hillsborough beat Vandalia 52 to 49. A close contest there. And then I also saw South Central handed Martinsville a loss mm-hmm. by 30. 60 to 30 was the final for South Central. Uh, they're 7 and 4 now as Dotson led the way. He had 26 points for the Cougars. Wildwood had a 12. For South Central as well. They jumped out to the 21-6 lead after the first quarter and never looked back and went on to win by 30 there for South Central last night. Travis, before we move on from local sports, mm-hmm. I'm going to say something that we may have to have a discussion about down the road. Mm-hmm. But I think we have a conference that is contending with the NTC for best basketball conference in the area this year, and that would be the Little, little Illini. Illini. Robinson's 5-5. Five and five. Mm-hmm. Mount Carmel eight and three, only seven and two. Casey eight and two. Lawrenceville nine and two. Newton ten and two. Yeah, that's six that's teams at five hundred or above. Yeah, that's stacked for sure. That is a very good conference. I don't think a lot of people were expecting mm-hmm. entering the season. 
Right, yeah, I think they knew a few of those at the top there, but uh, yeah, it's a really strong this year conference as a whole mm -hmm. uh, as well. Uh, local schedule for tonight, we were supposed to have uh, three games on the boys' side. It was North Clay and Fairfield, but that was has been just canceled. Yep. Uh, St. Elmo Brownstown was supposed to be in Centralia at Chrysler Rock. And that has been postponed, and that's going to be a made up at a later date, February 14th. Valentine's Day. Yeah, I was like, February 14th. Uh, so Bummer. Uh, reschedule, reshuffle your plans there for uh, St. Elmo and uh, Chrysler Rock. Uh, February 14th, it'll be made up, and Altamont Hillsboro will also be supposed to be played tonight, but that has been canceled as well. In uh, girls basketball, uh, CHBC was supposed to square off with Newton. That game has been postponed to a later date. January 28th is when they'll make that up. And also uh, North Clay and Fairfield were supposed to square off in girls basketball as well, but that has been canceled as well and in college basketball this would be uh, the uh, perfect uh, transition as the uh, u of i will be up against uh, missouri tonight for bragging rights at the enterprise center seven o'clock and eight o'clock tip right here with brian barnhart there and it'll be out right here on a 98.9 the game so bragging rights that is what is on the docket for tonight and that is what's on a tap for the show as well as we will talk about that coming up next here on the starting lineup from the 98.9 the game studios the starting lineup we'll be right back live and unrehearsed i'm probably okay to have one more drink before i drive home I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world, but together we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information 
information by dialing 800-285-2521. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-285-2521. And now... And I also asked, Coach, what can we expect from the FEA Hearts this season? Well, i tell you what, it's, um, it's ironic. I was talking with a couple people about that earlier. Uh, it would help if I played the uh, right clip. Back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The newest franchise in the MLS has a pair of new faces on its roster. The St. Louis City SC selected Creighton midfielder Owen O'Malley with the ninth overall pick in the MLS Super Draft yesterday. The selection came after City traded its first overall selection for the 20th pick and nearly a half million dollars of general allocation money over the next two seasons. St. Louis then traded back up to the ninth overall pick. The club drafted St. Louis University midfielder John Klein with the 30th overall pick as well. Chicago Bulls had a last-second shot to beat the Atlanta Hawks 110-108 at State Farm Arena. Ayodesumu had a putback layup at the buzzer to win the game. The Bulls overcame an eight-point deficit in the fourth quarter after blowing an 18-point lead. Marta Rosen had 28 points in the victory. Chicago's won its last two games. Bulls are in 11th in the Eastern Conference at 13-18. and They visit the Knicks tomorrow night. Chicago Blackhawks, well, they keep losing as they lost 4-2 to the Nashville Predators at the United Center. Chicago has now lost its last eight games and 16 of its last 17. The Blackhawks remain last place in the Central Division, 18 points, a 7-20-4 record. Chicago will host Columbus tomorrow night. And the Pacers deliver to the Celtics their third straight loss after coming away with a 117-121 victory in Boston. The Pacers are third in the Central Division at 16-16 and and visit Miami tomorrow. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 of the uh, game. ESPN Radio, Travis Parks here. Eric Fry over there, the Sports Center hits. I'm going to I'm gonna bow this up. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Of course, Io would win the game. Where was it at, Travis? State Farm Arena. Yeah, yeah. He knows how to win games at State Farm. He does. So, there you go. Him do that. Speaking of State Farm... <laughs> That is where the uh, Illinois uh, Fighting Illini play there at the uh, U of I. And uh, so we got uh, bragging rights. This game will not be on the campus of no. uh, U of I or Missouri. We did do that that one year due to COVID. But uh, thank goodness it is uh, back where it belongs mm-hmm. uh, there. Even though it would kind of be nice to uh, do a little home-home uh, thing uh, there. But uh, you know, instead of doing the neutral state uh, stuff like we uh, used to do with the uh, bragging rights on the uh, football side, but we won't talk about the football side. I know that's coming back a few years down the pipeline there with the uh, home and home stuff, but uh, it's a bragging rights, one of the best games of the year, usually uh, for uh, uh, this atmosphere purposes, really more than anything, as usually. 
Well, not last year, but usually the State Farm, not State Farm Center. So now you got me saying it. I'm sorry. Uh, Enterprise Center is uh, what it's called now. Enterprise Center is a split right down the middle, uh, of course, uh, except for last year, pretty much dominated by a lot of orange. Uh, last year, I was told. Uh, Illinois comes in at 8 and a 3 off that uh, not as impressive a game against Alabama. A&M and those uh, weird uh, comments on the uh, press conference. Uh, Mizzou, they come in at a 10-1, and but, man, not all 10-1 and records are the same as uh, their only loss this season. Uh, they got uh, the doors blown off them in Lawrence as they got a 28-point loss to Kansas. And in their last game, as I was looking at their schedule here before they get into the meat of the SEC, uh, they needed a miracle uh, last-second shot to beat UCF. That's not good. That's not good. That's not going to get it done. <laughs> 68-66 was the uh, final there. So a little bit deceiving if you look at the uh, Missouri uh, record. Of course, last year was a 25-point win for the Illini. 88-63 was the final, and that wasn't the lar- largest margin of a victory in this series. That, of course, came, no surprise, came in 2005 when uh, the Illini won by 32 there. Of course, uh, this is a new look a Mizzou team uh, from the last uh, several years. A lot of roster turnover here. Of course, uh, in the uh, Last season, they fired Quanzo Martin, and they brought in Cleveland State Dennis Gates as his replacement mm-hmm. and uh, bringing in 10 new players. They're only returning three from last year's team. So, you know, uh, Tillman gone, Mark Smith gone. Uh, there was another one uh, that escaped me uh, there. He's gone as well. So a lot of new names, new faces for the Mizzou Tigers this time around for bragging rights. Uh, from Cleveland State, they brought a transfer. For uh, Damani Hodge, and he uh, leads the team in scoring uh, for the Tigers. He currently is at a 16.4 points per game pace. He's shooting 42% from beyond the arc, and they also got a uh, transfer from Clemson, Nick Honor, who has 11 points per game, and he's 47% from uh, beyond the uh, arc. And they overall as a team, they shoot 36% uh, from three-point range. Uh, they also uh, uh, they lead the nation in steals per game. So that was a stat that I didn't anticipate them to lead the uh, country in, but. They do, 13.2 steals a game, and they come in third in turnover margin at 7.9, and Mizzou also ranks in transition points as well. They're third in that category. They get 21 points in transition, and uh, they also are third in scoring with 90.4 points per game. But again, look at the schedule. They haven't played anybody yet, really. The team that they did play, Kansas, I'm not saying that Illinois is as good as Kansas, but they got destroyed, and that game was at at Mizzou Uh, anyways, and they just barely beat UCF, and I know Illinois is not coming in with the most impressive uh, last two games either. Uh, You know, they're very eerily similar how they're coming in here. You know, they got upset by Penn State and that terrible loss, and then Alabama A&M and everything that's coming off of them. I did see, though, that uh, yesterday at a shoot-around there at Enterprise that um, <clears throat> that new kid that we got from France, uh, Perron, he's actually with the team uh, there. So could he play tonight? I don't know. Mm. Maybe. That's uh, 
awfully uh, interesting and yes, it awfully is. weird. Uh, but uh, 8 o'clock will be uh, the uh, tip-off of uh, Bragging Rights uh, tonight, and uh, 7 o'clock will be the yes. pregame show uh, start here on 98.9, the uh, game. And uh, Brian Barnard will have the coverage for you if you can't make the trip. I know some people are uh, deciding uh, against it. They're punting on going to the Bragging Rights game uh, tonight due to the uh, weather. And, uh, you know, if you do make that trip to uh, St. Louis, hey, like I said yesterday, you're a bigger man than I. Mm-hmm. And uh, be careful. Uh, they're both uh, going to the game and coming home as well. Um, well maybe, you got a, uh, maybe you got a, a hotel. Yeah. Stay still, the night and maybe. wait until tomorrow to come I back. I hope so. I would uh, certainly hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not taking any chances. I'll uh, gladly uh, be at home listening to uh, Brian Barnard. Uh, tonight and uh, Illinois leads the all-time series uh, in basketball 33-19 uh, we won't even look up what Mizzou's record against Illinois is in football uh, when ranked which the online IR at 16 in the country they are 13 and 7 in the series and when Mizzou is unranked they are seven games below 500 they're 7 and 14 overall so mm. there you go some uh, interesting uh, facts for the Atlanta and whatever's going on with this uh, locker room, we'll see yeah. if they can get it uh, righted and see if they can uh, catch fire from uh, beyond the arc like they're capable of doing, or they can just jack up threes and not make them. Yeah, hopefully not that. We'll see if the uh, team chemistry is uh, built back up. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, uh, they do have a, a cupcake game uh, squeezed in. Uh, here after Bragg, uh, the uh, teeth of the uh, Big Ten slate as they got Bethune-Cookman coming in on uh, next uh, Thursday. So uh, take a week off and reassess there uh, before we get in. Really, the Big Ten schedule doesn't start really until uh, uh, January 7th against Wisconsin because we do have that cupcake game to start a Big Ten play against Northwestern mm-hmm. at Northwestern. And, uh, that's not at real not, Big Ten school. Well, th- I, I'm not saying that, but just look at the series. Uh, compare it to Illinois and Northwestern in the basketball series. Okay, I'm saying it's not, not, a, close. not an actual Big Ten I school. know, but I'm not saying that. That's fine. You don't have to say it. I'd do it for you. <sighs> Prove who really is Chicago's Big Ten school. It's Illinois uh, Northwestern. Speaking yeah. of Illinois, Travis, mm-hmm. this is getting us to the the football side of things for just a second. I don't want to talk about the football side of bragging well, no, rights. No, it has nothing to do with bragging rights. It just has to do with oh. Illinois football. I saw on social media there was a class of 2026 um, student from Olney who was up at uh, Illinois doing some uh, recruiting. Mm. So very good. Hopefully, again. Coach Bielema has made a commitment to the state of Illinois and wanting to get athletes from inside the state. So hopefully that continues with a member of the Olney Tigers for the class of 2026, which is quite a ways away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. It really is. And I did see that from a recruiting perspective uh, yesterday, making everybody making it official and uh, Coach Bielema in a press conference very complimentary uh, towards Caden uh, Fagan and was kind of complimenting him on being one of the first guys to uh, jump on board uh, there and uh, complimented Caden. And also we, what I mentioned yesterday that Coach Bielema wanted to be – he was the first one to kind of jump on, so he wanted to be the last home visit. Uh, so uh, mm-hmm. that's what ended up happening there with uh, Coach B and having some very awesome words for Caden uh, Fagan. Uh, there, so we're looking forward to uh, him in the future. They're running 
uh, touchdowns, hopefully, yeah. uh, at the U of I. Hey, someone's so, got to take over for Chase Brown. That's right. Someone has to do it, and somebody has to take over for Tommy DeVito as well. It looks like that transfer uh, exception that we were looking for it didn't go through, so uh, Tommy DeVito will be graduating after this season. So mm. it's like we'll be searching for a, a new quarterback. Hey, we might be looking for a new quarterback in the portal. There is a couple out there. There are some intriguing options. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see how the offseason progresses there. And we'll have to wait and see how if Chase Brown commits to the bowl game or whatnot coming up here in the beginning of the new year. Yep. And it's only in a couple weeks. So it is. Uh, he'll have to be Monday. Maybe he'll go home for Christmas and he'll talk to his brothers. Already made the decision to not play in the game, and uh, maybe we'll get a decision after Christmas of uh, announcing that he's going to go to the draft and I'm not going to play in the game. I hope not. I hope he plays. I'm already prepared for it. We're already going to lose know. anyways. So. I know, but still, how close is he to the school record? I don't know. Okay, well, never mind that then. So That lousy Northwestern team, it's not even a real Big Ten team, had to ruin it by getting him injured. <laughs> Final game of the season. Yeah. That's why he's not all Big Ten first team and all that baloney. Probably, yeah. Ugh. All right, so uh, let's uh, take our last uh, break here and uh, let's uh, close out talking about some national sports. We'll uh, try to squeeze in uh, what we can here. I uh, definitely wanted to mention something about the uh, Cubs and uh, Dansby Swanson. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll get to that first and we'll see what else we can get to here at the uh, closing out the show. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. Our client's success is our success. When you're in business, planning a marketing strategy and keeping up with marketing trends can be tough. At Cromwell Media in Effingham, we get that, but we're here to help. That's what we do. Current marketing specialists at Cromwell Media in Effingham have years of experience helping local businesses grow. We've built many great relationships. Sound like something you'd like to be a part of? Cromwell Media offers a great opportunity to work with local businesses to help them grow. Experience is preferred, but we'll work with you if you're not. Main thing is to build relationships and to help people. We have the tools it takes to get you to the next level. So if you're ready for a rewarding career, we'd love to talk to you. Full or part-time positions available. For more information, go to effinghamradio.com or email your resume to sheila.myers at cromwellmedia.com or drop off at 405 South Banker, Suite 201 in Effingham. Equal opportunity, affirmative action employer. Parents, are you tired of helping put your kids' shoes on? They're squirming, watching cartoons, anything but helping. Luckily, it's Skechers to the rescue. Introducing new hands-free Skechers slip-ins. Footwear you can just get your kids to step into and their shoes are on. You don't need to bend over. You don't need to sit on the floor and try to wrangle them on. And they're available in all types of Skechers styles with and without laces. And most are machine washable. Find Skechers slip-ins for kids or mom and dad at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish shoes are sold. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fansville, where the refs are always wrong and Dr. Pepper is always right. Where the mountains are capped with cooler ice and children learn the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper before they learn the alphabet. Smart. It's the one place where a man is a six unless he's wearing face paint. He's a ten. And where fans deserve a Dr. Pepper no matter if they win or lose. But we're going to win. 
Get ready for anything to happen this college football season on Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Grab some today. And now. I mean, I didn't have the hate for Ohio State that I do now. Ohio State, Indiana, Wisconsin are all dead to me. Michigan? The starting lineup. I'm okay with Michigan over those three. On 98.9 The Game. Indiana, Wisconsin, Ohio State are the three worst Big Ten schools. Can't believe you left out Michigan. Back in here to the starting lineup. We're only here on a 98.9, which is a, a tad a bit longer. What are you celebrating over there? Something that you can share over the air? Something nah. we can share over the air, Travis. And it What's has that? to do with baseball. And What's it that? has to do with the Cubs. They're nearing an agreement with Tucker Barnhart. There you go. I mean, just who you wanted. Not who I wanted, but he's the best catcher <laughs> left. Ooh. You know, uh, there, there's an old saying, at the end of the night, the lights turn out and everyone's got to take somebody home. So, That's true. <laughs> I guess we'll take Decker Barnhart. I guess we will. Nobody wants to go home lonely, including <laughs> the Cubs. Not our first choice, but it's our choice right now. That's right. And uh, so Not here for like, a long time, uh, but here for a good time. Uh, looks like uh, Tucker Barnhart going to be a, a Cub. And uh, it was made official at the uh, press conference uh, yesterday as Danzy Swanson was introduced as your newest shortstop. No failed physical for this shortstop as it looks like he was introduced. He uh, fitted with that Cubs hat, and at least he put on the Cubs hat. Didn't do what Trey Turner did. He was like, I don't want to put on the hat i don't want to mess up my hair or whatever mm-hmm. and uh dansby put on the uh cubs jersey uh for the first time uh, there and we knew that he had the connection with the chicago uh with right. his uh, wife but he also uh, told an uh, amazing story about his uh grandfather who unfortunately uh, passed away a yes. day after, his, day after wedding. his wedding wow so within the past month mm-hmm. and told a great story that not a lot of people knew yeah, Got emotional nobody telling knew. it. Loved that. Mm-hmm. I also loved the gesture by the Cubs. I don't know if you watched the press conference, Travis. I just watched the clip of him telling that story. But I watched it from the very beginning, all right? And they brought him in with, um, you know, his wife and his family was in the front row. Mm-hmm. And they, they brought Hoyer in. They brought the GM in. And they brought Dansby in. And Dansby sat in the middle. And the announcer there introduced everyone. And he was like, and we're joined by, you know, his parents and we're joined by his new wife. And by the way, we have flowers for you for your congratulations for your recent nuptials. Mm. It's a classy gesture to start off a press conference by congratulating a guy get to get married and bringing a bouquet of flowers. Yeah, that's nice. So, that's a good touch. Yeah, I would definitely encourage you to uh, look up the uh, yes. story. Uh, basically, the Cubs were uh, his grandfather's second favorite uh, team uh, besides the uh, Braves because they lived in Atlanta. Of course, homegrown talent mm-hmm. for a uh, Dansby Swanson uh, there, and that's just something that we don't see anymore. Right, and that's something that. 
is resonates with a lot of fans that you see a lot of Braves fans all across the country because of the Superstation, because right. of TBS right. and 605. Yep. You know that no matter what, you're going to get the Braves. Mm-hmm. And then it also is with the Cubs as well all across the, the country with WGN America. And I saw a lot of Braves fans being upset about how could you leave the hometown team. And, you know, he mentioned this in his press conference. But what a lot of people forget is he was the number one overall draft pick. He was not drafted by the Braves. He was drafted by the Diamondbacks and was traded to the Braves. So he did not he started his major league career with the Braves. But as far as the start of his career, he was drafted by the Diamondbacks. Hmm. So he hasn't spent his entire professional career with the Braves. First of all. Second of all, let's talk about Dansby Swanson, Travis, because I heard this stat yesterday and it blew my mind. 162. Mm-hmm. That's how many games he played in last year. Every game. 160 the year before that. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who's going to be out there every day. Yep. Or at least attempt to be out there every day. Sure. And that's something that this Cubs team really needs. He also, I mean, he said everything right. He talked about how he wants to bring a championship to Chicago so that he can, you know, his, his grandfather can be satisfied seeing his two favorite teams win a championship with his grandson on them. Which, come on, how can you not root for that a little bit? Oh, yeah. Even you, yes, as cynical that. as you are. <laughs> yes, uh, definitely a sucker for uh, stuff like that, for sure. Um, so, you know, just like uh, Contreras uh, endeared himself to uh, Cardinal fans, I'm sure uh, Dansby endeared himself even more to uh, Chicago fans. And, yeah, warms this, this old Cardinal cynical uh, Cardinal fans heart over here. Uh, there with uh, the words said by Dansby yesterday. $3.5 million on Tucker Barnhart and may not be done as the Cubs are also talking with Trey Mancini as well. And those oh, talks yeah. are progressing. Trey, Trey is definitely still out there. Dangling I mean, I'd be happy there. with both those. Yeah. Those fill needs you need. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, sure. I'm okay with both of those. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 100%. So. I mean, at least we're making moves. That's true. At least you're doing something. Yeah, that's right. <sighs> that's okay, Travis. Uh, maybe in the pod I'll tell you about what happened on my show and how you excited and then disappointed and then excited you would be. <laughs> tell me about your video game yes. uh, world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll talk about that. As uh, Do we got a pick em game? We do have a pick em game tonight. We got Illinois. Of course. Okay. So we got bragging rights. Or picking we got bragging pick. rights. Got to recap yesterday's game. I do know that, yeah. And maybe in the pod, we'll finally tell you what we're doing tomorrow on the pod. Yeah, I think we should let. I think we should let them know. Let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, I think we should let the, let the cat out of the bag. So, yeah. uh, find us in the, the uh, pod there. You'll find out what we're doing. We're cooking up something special yep. uh, for uh, tomorrow's. Uh, I don't know about show podcast. We'll we'll discuss all that. And we'll we'll see. work through yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it, it depends. <laughs> sure. I mean, no local sports. Right. That's kind of what I'm thinking. But I mean, uh, we do have some local news and uh, notes that we'll hit on. And finally, I said yeah today yeah. that we would get to some holiday tournaments. So look at them. Yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, look at some too, more holiday sure. tournaments tomorrow. And, of course, and recap the bragging rights game. Recap bragging rights. Uh, we'll talk uh, in the pod today about NFL kicking off this week. We'll do some NBA, NHL, mm-hmm. um, the big All NFL that. news. Um, that oh, will yeah, it's definitely. We'll, yeah, we'll definitely talk about a Sunday ticket in the uh, pod. So uh, catch us there. And uh, coming up next here on ESPN Radio. The quarterback of the future is, I'll tell you. 
in the pot. All right, so stick around uh, for that. Coming up next, here is a Bart and Hun. Without Bart and Han, whoever they're getting in, filling in on this holiday, uh, it's not even weekend, but it might as well be. So uh, stick, stick around to see who they uh, fill in for uh, Bart and Han coming up next here on ESPN Radio and catch us in the pod. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup and welcome to overtime of the uh, starting uh, lineup. And uh, coming up, we got more stuff to uh, talk about uh, national sports wise. And also we got our pick game uh, to uh, get to. Uh, Eric's going to tell you the uh, quarterback of the future for the Indianapolis yes. Colts. And uh, we got to get to our little surprise that we were doing yes. uh, tomorrow for the show slash pod coming up for you something special that we got going on for you plus uh i will have a rant about a huge mistake being made in the world of motorsports huge mistake huge mistake by an organization in the world of more motorsports and i'll tell you what that is coming up all right so first though let's get into uh sports Sports Center. center the rosters for the 2023 pro bowl games are out travis the nfl leading eagles Lead the way with eight selections, including Jalen Hurts and wide receiver A.J. Brown. Cowboys and Chiefs are next with seven selections apiece, followed by the Ravens and 49ers with six each. Quarterbacks from the AFC, kind of who you would expect. Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, right? Those are three you'd probably expect. NFC quarterbacks are going to be Jalen Hurts, Geno Smith, and Kirk Cousins. Mm -hmm. One group is a little bit better than the other one. Right. Yeah, and I also saw the Coach Rivera given the announcements to the uh, commander of players and it's like yeah that's it's great but i know maybe the commanders won't have an issue with them playing in the game but probably doesn't mean anything these players won't play in the game or some of them will be replaced or whatever don't forget travis that it includes various skill competitions this year and it will all be capped off the flag football game on february 5th out in las vegas yeah flag football with the mannings as coaches yeah i, yeah. I do remember that now that you, yes. now you mentioned that now with that being said travis i mentioned right there the courts quarterback of the future who's that gino smith gino gino smith <laughs> and i i heard even though he's not my favorite i heard fitz explaining this before we came on the air today and it makes so much sense right now the seahawks are drafting seventh as of right now because of the Broncos pick. They still have their own first-round pick, which right now is projected to be about 17th. Mm -hmm. You can't have that high of a pick and not get a quarterback because what is the important thing about a quarterback you take in the draft, Travis? Costs less money. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you have the seventh or better pick and you could package that maybe with the 15 or keep your 15 and go get something else, yeah, why not do that? Mm-hmm. Geno Smith seems like the perfect Colts pickup. A veteran quarterback who maybe is a year or two away. Now he's actually playing good this year. Right. But maybe a year or two away from where he was 
He's not going to demand a whole lot of money. Yeah, my my only issue with that is that, you know, they've kind of they gambled on Carson Wentz. Yep. It didn't work out. Yep. They uh, did, by all intents and purposes, even though it was a veteran quarterback and Matt Ryan, they did yep. gamble on him. Yep. So would they roll Phillip the Rivers. dice? Oh, Philip Rivers, I, I think, yeah, he was towards the end of his career, but I wouldn't think they ro- They did do kind of the veteran plug-in, but I don't mm-hmm. know if they really gambled as much as they did with Matt Ryan and uh, Carson. And I don't know if they would do that again with uh, Geno. I think that we've talked about it before. Whoever they get needs to be the slam dunk choice and needs to hold down that position for a few years and a few seasons. You know that. I know that. Everyone <laughs> around the world knows that. Jim Irsay does not go that route, Travis. <laughs> I know. They are scared to draft a young quarterback. We've talked about it. They're scared of that young quarterback. Mm-hmm. So Geno Smith is a veteran who's playing good football right now on a not great Seahawks team that he has carried to the West a lot through his play yeah so definitely anyways someone else who may be looking for possibly somewhere else uh, to go next year and that is uh, ryan Tannehill, but he's not playing this year as he is most likely done for the season because of an ankle injury he was injured last week in the loss to the chargers and was cut off the field but returned and played at the majority of the game so Tannehill did already miss two games this season so uh, rookie malik willis will make uh, those starts for him the Arizona Cardinals are down another quarterback as Colt McCoy has been ruled out of Sunday night's game against the Buccaneers with a head injury. So uh, Trace McSorley will be making his first career start under center for the 4-10 and 10 Cardinals. Trace McSorley. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame announced their candidates for the class of 2023, Travis. And here are some of the first-time nominees. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Paul Gasol. Yep. Dirk. Tony Parker, Greg Popovich, and Dwayne Wade. Mm. That's a class. Right. Like that, there's your your class right there. I don't care who's already still there. That's your class right there. What was this for? The Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Oh, the Basketball Hall of Fame. Yes. Okay. The finalists for the class of 2023 will be announced February 7th in Salt Lake City during All-Star Weekend, and then the class will be revealed April 1st. Those are just the first-time nominees. Sure. That's not the whole class. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's quite the, the class quite there the to class. pick from. And that is uh, SportsCenter. That's your SportsCenter. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, we've been kind of going with the uh, NFL theme uh, here, so... Uh, let's uh, take a look at uh, the uh, NFL uh, slate, at least the uh, slate for uh, tonight as the uh, Jags and uh, the uh, Jets match up on a Thursday night football. Jets currently favored by two and a half points. Uh, Zach Wilson, I believe, is going to be uh, the uh, starter here. Uh, I don't think Mike White's still eligible or not cleared to a play is more like it. Um of course, I'm not on my Jets football. I don't listen to ESPN radio uh, besides, you know, Greeny uh, a little bit. And Barton Hahn are on ESPN radio nationally uh, anymore. So, um, you know, the Jags, 
opens the door here with after that uh, upset against the uh, Cowboys and with that news that uh, Ryan Tannehill is out for the season, opens the door for the uh, NFC South. And so uh, it really could truly come down to a week 18 there against the uh, Titans because you know the game against the Jets tonight, which, you know, is kind of a, a toss-up, but the Jags have played well enough this season that they could win. You know, they've already beaten the Titans a lot the week before, again, before Dallas. So uh, it's not in the realm of possibility that Trevor Lawrence and the Jags could be headed to uh, the uh, playoffs if they take care of business in the next uh, three weeks. But particularly if they win two of the three, the uh, game that's sandwiched between the uh, Titans one is with the uh, Texans, so that's very uh, winnable for the uh, Jags' point of view. But, uh, man, Jets a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I know they're at home, but maybe if you're looking for some entertainment purposes, maybe I might some sprinkle some on uh, Jags if you can find some good value, uh, plus two-and-a-half uh, for them. So find it, take it. And also, I'm looking out of the corner of my eye. We can kind of see the window out there, and I see it's it's already begun. It's begun outside. So, <laughs> looking forward to that on the uh, drive home. Hopefully, everyone is uh, driving home or they are listening to this already at home, hunkered down, and uh, getting ready uh, to uh, listen to bragging rights, or maybe after bragging rights. I don't know. Uh, but uh, we'll continue on with the uh, NFL uh, theme here as it was announced by the Associated Press uh, this morning that the NFL has reached a multi-year agreement with Google to distribute the league's Sunday ticket package out of market Sunday afternoon games, of course, on YouTube TV and YouTube prime time channels. The NFL was seeking $2.5 billion per season for the package, which has been offered by DirecTV since 1994, and some lucky individuals have a, a Sunday ticket package but don't watch it or don't take advantage of it. Eric is not <laughs> Eric is not in the room currently, and all trans, uh, transparency. Uh, but uh, the uh, satellite provider has paid $1.5 billion per year on an eight-year contract that expires after the end of uh, this season. Uh, Roger Goodell was on an interview, and he uh, said that the move for Sunday Ticket would be a streaming service because that would be the best option for fans. No surprise with uh, the Thursday night games this year being on Amazon Prime Video. Uh, Goodell said on a Thursday, for a number of years, we've been focused on increased digital distribution of our games. And this partnership is yet another example of us looking, looking forward the future and the building the next generation of NFL fans. It's the second time in less than two years that the NFL has partnered with uh, streaming services to air games. And its last contract with Amazon was for 11 seasons. Oh, my gosh, for Thursday night games. Oh, man, I didn't know it was that long. Jeez. Now, uh, Amazon, Apple, and ESPN were in consideration, and they expressed interest for the Sunday ticket package, and I thought the leading contender was going to be Apple, but instead they went the other way with uh, Google there, and it's going to be on YouTube TV 
there. And, of course, the NFL has dipped its toes in the water with YouTube since 2015, launched its official NFL channel, and increased uh, the channels to all 32 teams and 10 official league channels, including NFL Films, NFL Network, and uh, Telemundo uh, for the NFL. NFL Network and NFL Red Zone have actually been available on YouTube TV for subscribers since 2020. So I thought that was interesting that I didn't know that you get uh, Red Zone off of YouTube uh, TV. So uh, Google said in June that YouTube TV, which launched in 2017, had surpassed 5 million accounts and was the biggest Internet-based pay service in the U.S. And that number includes users on a free promotional trials as well. And the YouTube Primetime channel is just launched in November. It's a service that allows users to subscribe and watch content from streaming services on the YouTube app. And, of course... Even with Sunday Ticket moving to YouTube, the price is not expected to substantially decrease due to contracts with CBS and Fox, which carries the afternoon Sunday games. And viewers usually pay around $300 to $400 a season for the package, which averages 2 million subscribers. The league also said it will work with YouTube to determine additional ways to support the distribution of a Sunday ticket in commercial establishments, a la... Earlier this year, Amazon actually reached an agreement with DirecTV to make sure that Thursday night games were available in bars and restaurants there. So is that good news or is that just a Sunday ticket with a different name rather than in front of it rather than an improvement? I don't know. If uh, I'm not really too excited if the price isn't going to change uh, there for non-subscribers or uh I would think that it would be allowed if you're not subscribed to YouTube TV, but again, it would be in that uh, price range uh, there if you're not a DirecTV subscriber. And uh, um, I'm still waiting and buying time for Eric to come back into the room here. Some people already have NFL Sunday ticket package with um, discounted price, but don't utilize it to its uh, maximum efficiency. Tisk tisk, and uh, so the NFL Sunday ticket coming to a uh, YouTube uh, TV and YouTube uh, primetime uh, channels starting in 2023. So uh, be excited if uh, you are excited for Sunday ticket on YouTube, but not really changing with the with the price. Let's take a look at. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's. Go ahead and uh, let's recap some uh, college basketball after we let off with EIU uh, today. Let's take a look at other action that happened uh, last night. Uh, Purdue, the number one team in the country, they took care of business against New Orleans, 74-53. Houston uh, blew out McNeese, 83-44. Texas put a hundo on Louisiana, 100-72. Tennessee blew out Austin P, 86-44. So, and SEC took care of business against uh, an Ohio Valley uh, team. Uh, Arkansas all over UNC Asheville, uh, UCLA over UC Davis, Kentucky blew out Florida A&M, TCU only by four over Utah. Boston College pulls it out in overtime against number 21 Virginia Tech by five, 70 to 65. Auburn over Washington, 84-61, and uh, San Francisco. They pull off the upset against number 25, Arizona State, 97 to 60. 
What else happened in uh, the world of the Big Ten uh, last night? Uh, like we mentioned, uh, Michigan State and Coach Izzo wearing his elf sweater beat Oakland 67-54. to uh, Ohio State blew out Maine 95-61. And uh, Old North Carolina beat Michigan uh, by four. 82-76 in the Jumpman Invitational last night with a battle between two unranked teams. And also, uh, everyone's probably made this joke already, but Chris Weber was nowhere in sight here in this Michigan-North Carolina game. Ah, I like it. But someone else is in sight over on the sidelines. Another uh, incident with uh, Coach Howard having to be uh, held back and uh, seen uh, saying, don't bleep and touch me to one of his players. Uh, again, outstanding uh, coach right there is uh, Coach Howard uh, there, as well as uh, Illinois' favorite player, and he knows it too. Uh, I, I hear him over there talking uh, stuff about uh, Illinois and Illinois uh, fan base uh, there on his little joining that little barstool podcast. Uh, Hunter Dickerson only scored a nine last night, and also he threw a knee at a player as well. So I don't know if that was a while ago or last night because it looked like it was against like Florida. It didn't look like it was against uh, North Carolina, but uh, it's just something I saw on a social media. Uh, last night so um, mm. let's take a look at what's happening uh, tonight besides uh, bragging rights uh, this evening uh, hey Minnesota's already in action today they're against Chicago State uh, Penn State in action Maryland in action against two cupcakes anything uh, Kansas against Harvard number four in the country Kansas and uh, number five Arizona is hosting Morgan State Tonight in the college basketball on the men's side. What's happening in college football? We have, of course, the uh, Lockheed Martin Arm Forces Bowl. They're in uh, Fort Worth against Baylor and Air Force. Of course, with the Armed Forces Bowl, we have to have a academy in there. And it's Air Force doing the deed against Baylor. Nice. Mm. We will not have on our stations. No, because of a bragging rights. Yep, yep, yep. <sighs> All right, so that's a transition uh, to uh, to pick them. What happened in the New Orleans Bowl? Okay. <laughs> New Orleans Bowl, Western Kentucky, South Alabama. What happened for our picking purposes? For our picking purposes, Travis went with South Alabama. They were favored by three and a half. I went with Western Kentucky, and Western Kentucky picked up the win by more than three. 44-23 was yep. the final. I told you the Hilltoppers, Leopards can't, or Panthers or whatever they are, can't climb up uh, trees very well, so therefore they can't climb up hills. Good grief. Travis, I'm 2-0 and since this logic started, so I'm <laughs> just going to keep going with it. Just keep going with it. Just keep going. So that leads us into today. Yes. Bragging rights. We're not picking football. No. We're not picking a stupid bowl game. We're no. actually doing <laughs> something that I know about. Illinois, Missouri, bragging rights. Yes, Illinois minus six. Minus six. 
since we actually have the line, we'll use the line today. Awesome, yeah. So, Travis, you get to go first. I get to go first. Easy choice. Illinois, minus six. Yep. I could go the opposite just to try and gain more ground, but <laughs> I'm not an idiot. Illinois is going to win this one by more than six. Easy. Easy. Illinois will lead at the half by more than six. Uh, hopefully it's like by 20. Hopefully they don't mess around. I want kick a running rocks. clock. <laughs> there isn't a running clock in college, but. Maybe Mizzou wishes there was a running clock. That's right. Coming for you, Mizzou. <laughs> uh, we're coming for you. They still have that one guy on their team Which who used to be guy? with us. Mark Smith? Yeah. No. Good. Nope. I think he graduated or transferred out. Sounds good. <laughs> no. Nope. He's no, no longer there. So, 7 o'clock. Yep. Starting off. Yep. Don't bother trying to find it on no. uh, other ESPN networks. Nope. Just go over to 98.9 and uh, listen there. All right, uh, so uh, let's see here. What else is on uh, the uh, docket here for us? Uh, NBA? NBA, yeah. Because uh, Io hit a big shot last night as he had the game winner beating the Hawks last night. So uh, we are just talking about him and how his time has deteriorated, but Io comes up big. We already knew he had ice water in his veins and made the correlation yep. with the State Farm Arena uh, there and Io. Uh, comes up big with the uh, game winner uh, last night. In uh, he said he only played five minutes the other night. He played thirty-four off the bench in this one. Yeah, roller you, you coaster. You did that. You, I know. You speaked it into Coach Donovan. Into Donovan was listening. Maybe he was. Uh, I mean, Caruso only played eleven minutes. Don't know what happened to him, uh, but we're glad that he did. As I owe nine points, but all important game winner there. Also, Demir Rosen. Let all scores for Chicago, 110-108, and DeRozan had 28. I shouldn't say all scores, but all scores on the Bulls because Trey Young did drop 34 in the loss. What else happened? The Cavs picked up a, a good win against the uh, Bucks, 114-106. Giannis goes for 45, but it wasn't enough to beat uh, Donovan Mitchell in his uh, 36, including uh, some uh, threes there in the final seconds. Uh, to preserve the win, 76ers all over the Pistons, 113 to uh, 93. Uh, we had the Pacers go up to Boston and pick up a nice win against the Celtics, 117 to a 112. Jason Tatum had 41, but not enough to uh, survive the upset. Mm -hmm. The Pacers got him. They um, did. Third straight loss for the Celtics. Uh, KD got some revenge against the Warriors. Of course, this was in Brooklyn, so of course uh, the Nets would win. One forty-three to one thirteen. Warriors now five fifteen and eighteen, three games below five hundred, defending champs, and a three and sixteen away from Chase Center. Uh, KD dropped twenty-three last night. Uh, Wiseman had thirty for Golden State, but not enough to beat KD and the Nets. Travis, the Nets had ninety-one points at the half. Oh, my gosh. They did. They had 91 at the half. It's crazy. And they only scored 18 in the third. So Well, yeah, because everyone rested. <laughs> Dang. 91. Golden State's awful. That's insane. The Nets are not that good. No. 
91 points. That's crazy. In a half. I didn't even realize that. Man. To be fair, I only heard Clarity ESPN Radio talking about it earlier. And it does say here on this dominant 91 point first half. Well, that's, yeah, I wasn't Jeez. even looking at that, so you beat me to it. Uh, the Raptors and uh, Siakam, uh, he showed up last night. Career high, 52 points for uh, Pascal Siakam. 113-2-106 over the uh, Knicks. Magic 116-110 over the uh, Rockets. Uh, we had the Mavs over the uh, Timberwolves 104-99. to uh, Luka 25-10. Uh, Thunder over the Blazers 101-98. Uh, Kings over the Lakers 134-120. to uh, LeBron dropped 31 in the loss. Also doing a little photoshopping before the game or after the game. Hmm. Uh, he was warming up, and, of course, they played the Kings, so the uh, S was uh, marked out on the scoreboard, and it just said King when he was warming up. Ah. Clearly, you saw those edited marker, right. uh, whatever. Uh, Clippers over the Hornets, 126-105 to for L.A. Hmm. Games going on this evening in the world of NBA, just two of them, Spurs, Pelicans, and Wizards, Jazz, some reason light schedule tonight yeah i don't understand that well maybe they're giving teams rest before christmas, christmas. Day games i don't know possibly uh the nhl from last night the red wings all over the lightning seven two four this was supposed to go the opposite way nope the red wings pick up the three goal victory four goals in the third period put it away for detroit hockey town as they're called uh, Devils over the uh, Panthers so four to two, uh, three goals in the uh, third period. It was tied. Or Panthers had the two to one lead, but uh, Devils come back in the uh, third to win it. Avalanche in overtime over the Canadians, two to one. Uh, Miko Ratnan, game winner. Uh, Blackhawks lost to the Predators four to two. Uh, Edmonton over the Stars was six to three. Uh, Connor McDavid scores. One in that one. Uh, the Wild, 4-1 to one over the uh, Ducks. Ooh, Ducks, 9-30. and 22-3 this season. And uh, the uh, Knights over the Coyotes, 5-2. to two. Game's going on uh, this evening. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got one going on in the afternoon in Canada. It's Toronto and Philly coming up in a little bit. Jets, Bruins, Islanders, Rangers, Capitals in Ottawa. Ovi is still stuck on 800, so hasn't slid into yeah, second place that. yet. Yeah, he hasn't scored in a couple of games. Uh, Hurricanes against the uh, Penguins, good matchup there. Kraken, Eric's Kraken against the Canucks. Flames and Kings and Wild and the Sharks this evening. So those are the matchups in the NHL for tonight. And... Keep scrolling down to the bottom. Blues have increased their positioning uh, by quite a bit. I thought that the uh, Ducks were bad, a 9-22. and 22. Well, Chicago only has 18 points and 7-20 and 20 on the season. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Worst record in the NHL. Yeah, they're really bad in Travis, I've told you. They've lost I know, but the last 17. Dang, 7-20. and 20. Uh, The Ducks were the worst team in the league. Yeah. I know. That, go, that lovely distinction goes to the Blackhawks. All right, so NBA's crossed off, NHL, college football bowl games, 
basketball, NFL. I talked about the Sunday ticket while you're uh, yeah. out of the room. Yeah. You got anything to throw I have throw nothing in to there? add. No. I mean, it makes no difference to me. I have Sunday ticket now that I pay for that I don't use. Yeah, so. don't use it. Yeah. I use it every once in a while, but not very often. Shame. I'll check the red zone every once in a while. I'll check the game mix where it has like 12 games going out at the same time just to annoy my wife. There are people that would uh, give up stuff very important to get the uh, Sunday ticket to watch it every Sunday, um, and then you just neglect it. It's not neglect. I just forget that it comes around as an automatic (laughs) renewal every year, and I just forget to call until like December. And I'm like, well, I've already paid for it for four months. I might as well just pay for it just for pay one for more. It all. Yeah. yeah. And I, I said it's not really going to change for for me. It's still going to be super expensive. So. Yep. Yep. Probably won't. It uh, is super expensive. Probably won't change for me. So. Oh well. Oh well. Of course, my my team was on a prime time. Uh, this weekend, I chose to go elsewhere besides sitting at home watching. But them. To be fair, your team has been bad. This they year. stink. They yeah. stunk. So that's also factored in the they, decision they, a little bit they as were well. Just, they, were, they were just impersonating the Grinch for the weekend. They yeah, stink, so. they stank, they stunk. Mm-hmm. The Grinch. Yeah. Classic there. Classic. I know, right? I had to get get that in there. Mm-hmm. All right. Where do you want to go next? Do you want me to go with my motor, motorsports thing, or do you want to go with the pod for Oh, tomorrow? yes. So let's go with the motorsports thing, and then we'll save the snake drive. Okay. The, uh... So, the, Yes. Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> I can't take that out. <laughs> Spoiler. No, uh. leave it in. It's better. Um, so so here's the, this big thing that came out, Travis. And again, a lot of people probably won't find this to be that big of a thing, but I think it's really going to hurt. And it has nothing to do with NASCAR. It has nothing to do with the SRX. It has to do with IndyCar. Okay? IndyCar announced yesterday that it is declining to renew its license with the online racing platform iRacing. Now, iRacing, if you don't know, is a huge presence. We talked about iRacing whenever uh, NASCAR, you know, whenever COVID hit and the drivers were on there doing their racing and whatnot. It's popular amongst the drivers. It's very popular amongst fans. IndyCar has decided after 13 years, nope, we don't want to have our cars be officially licensed, and be a part of this. Instead, we're going to go with Motorsports Gaming. A little background information for you. Mm-hmm. Motorsports Gaming is who made the absolutely awful NASCAR game that just came out last year. The one that I paid for and have played two times because that's how broken it is. And they have released patches and updates, and it's still broken. This is how broken it is, Travis. They are releasing a 2022 update that has the new cars from this year and stuff. Two the game that is two years older than the one that just came out as opposed to the new game because they know no one's playing it. That's how bad of a game it is. And mm. IndyCar decided, instead of going with iRacing, which is the most realistic sim in racing, we're going to go with Motorsports Game, who's dealing with bankruptcy issues, who's dealing with all kinds of issues that a lot of people are saying they are not going to last through next year because they don't have the money. Mm-hmm. Because they're not putting out quality games. Right. This is a horrible move for IndyCar. An absolutely horrible move. We've talked about it before, and, and you can look not just at racing traps, but you can look at any 
sport. When the games are good, that sport thrives. Because you need the games to pull casual fans in. Your diehard fans will be there. But, you know, you you can throw football to the side. Because football is football. It's going to be popular no matter what. But you think about, you know, people say that the peak NASCAR games were from about 02 to about 05. Kind of that NASCAR Thunder era. Mm-hmm. It's also when NASCAR had the best ratings. Yeah, It's also when the drivers were the most popular. The games have a lot to do with that. It pulls the casual fans in. Going to the sport we love of wrestling. Yeah, When the video games are good, more people watch because you can get the casual fans who know nothing. They'll sit and play a game. Sure, yeah. So the fact that they're going, we don't want it to be smooth. We don't want it to be good. We're going to go over here to a product that has proven to stink is an awful look for IndyCar. Yeah. I mean, the title of this is this is how close it was, Travis. The, the title of the program is iRacing. Part of that is for Internet. But it's also because IndyCar was the first group to be officially licensed by iRacing. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand what they're thinking here. This is just a bad move. F1 is officially an iRacing partner. NASCAR is an official iRacing partner. Even stuff like Rallycross and stuff that no one cares about are iRacing partners. World of Outlaws are iRacing partners. In fact, iRacing just last year released a World of Outlaws video game for consoles. Their first ever console game. I have it. It's a great simulation game. It is the most realistic racing game I've ever played. If you want it to be that. If you want it to be a casual game, there's also settings you can turn it down and be a casual game too. Mm-hmm. I This is just a silly move. So I just had I had to bring it up at some point because we've talked about the popularity of NASCAR and how it is trying to trend upward. We've talked about F1, how they've taken over in American motorsports with their popularity because of the Netflix series and stuff of that. And now here is IndyCar who is stepping away from growing a casual audience. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a bad move right. for IndyCar, which is already not great. They just sold the Roger Penske a couple of years ago. So, right. yeah, not 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 a smart move there from IndyCar. But, hey, that's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. It's their funeral. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it. That's all I had for motorsports. That's all you got. All right. So the only thing left is to uh, tell the people, tell the people. Tell them what we're going to be doing tomorrow do you, for the show or the and or the pod. Do you want me to tell them? Yeah, sure, you can say. Okay. So what we're I doing... I mean, it is kind of your idea. You're the one to kind of bring it up to me. Yes. So, so if you're a longtime listener of the starting lineup, specifically the podcast, you know that sometimes we venture out in areas that we are not necessarily expertise in. Not to say we're experts in sports either, but... We venture outside that sports bubble every once in a while. But we try to keep it close. A.K.A. go back and listen to us eat a bunch of cereal. We did it in a tournament bracket style, so it made Mm -hmm. it still sports related. Yep. We judged restaurants. We did it in a tournament style, so it was still sports related. So here we're doing a fantasy draft tomorrow. Fantasy draft. Fantasy draft. Now, Travis, you should have the upper hand in this because you are the fantasy player above me. I don't play 
fantasy sports. But it's a fantasy draft. But what are we drafting for, you may ask? Oh, oh that's where the fun begins. So <laughs> we are going to be fantasy drafting holiday, traditional holiday eats. Traditional holiday eats. All right. And I'm going to leave it broad like that. Christmas. Christmas. Mm-hmm. More so Christmas. I don't want you to say Thanksgiving turkey. We're past that. But Christmas holiday eats. When you think of Christmas, some of the food that just pops into your head. Yep. Some of the things that just just warms your heart and just makes you think of Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And we'll be doing this in a snake draft. We haven't decided how many rounds yet. We may wait till that day to decide on how many rounds. <laughs> but Yeah, still working out the logistics and everything. Yes. But I'm sure, I, I can't speak for Travis, but I will speak for myself, that I will have a mix of savory items and sweet items. It's not going to be, when you think of Christmas time, the, the things everyone goes to is the sweets. But there's also some other dishes that people are traditional. Christmas, and Christmas slash New Year's. They're a week apart. You can throw, we'll throw both of them in there. We're not going to do another show for New Year's. Oh, so New Year's. So we'll throw them in Christmas in and New Year's together. Hmm. How about that? Okay. So after re uh, redo your list, redo my list, or throw out some ideas. Add, I throw out a, a lot. Yes. Throw out a lot of ideas for Christmas, but I I didn't throw any ideas and out there Travis, for New Year's. Drinks included. Oh, well, naturally, drinks included. So gotta get in the holiday spirit, that, the holiday festive with the ho- spirit, with the holiday New spirits, Year's. holiday spirit with the holiday spirits. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna do tomorrow. I haven't decided how many rounds or anything like that. We will we will decide that. But I'm looking forward to this, and this may become a monthly thing, semi monthly thing. Right. We'll see how the first one goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But I am excited for it as well. I know I see some other podcasts do yes. a lot of snake drafts and whatnot. It's always uh, fun to see what they come up with, and so it'll be fun to see what and, we come up with. And uh, maybe with we'll throw in, you know, holiday we'll, one. We'll do some some food. Maybe we'll do movies. Maybe yeah. we'll do you know sports stuff at some point. Yeah. Everyone everyone loves to to draft. Yes. So. You love to make the draft board. You love to go back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun time. And if we can get some traction on this, Travis, I I, I have some ideas. I have some ideas. I have some ideas. <laughs> All right. So that we'll may... save those ideas for uh, later and see, like we said, well, here, see I'll, how the I'll first tease. one goes. I'll tease. Are you ready? If this goes well, maybe we'll pull in some other people. Mm, okay. Maybe we'll get some guest drafters on here. Yeah. That'd be cool. I think that sounds like a good idea. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. All right. All righty. So that's All tomorrow. Right, so that's what we're doing tomorrow. So uh, you can listen uh, for some of uh, your entertainment if you're uh, off of uh, school, can't yes. make it into the office either, or we'll whatnot, be here. or we will be here, and uh, we will truck on. Yes. And. Uh, and be here for you tomorrow with our little uh, snake draft that we got going on. Yes. Plus, tell you about all the you know holiday tournaments and whatnot going on. Yep. And, uh, Preview lots of notes. stuff. Uh, lots of sporting events taking place on the station this weekend. We got bowl games. We got NFL on uh, Saturday night on 989 yep. the game. We got NBA basketball on 989 the game on Sunday. We got the Colts on Monday mm-hmm. over on CRA. Yep. Today is really kind of. I mean, even today we have Illinois. So yeah. I know. Uh, 
We got to recap it on the show. Yeah, we got lots of lots of live sports that have been going on over on our, our network of stations, and we love it. Yes, uh, lots of uh, live uh, sports. So uh, we'll get out of here, and uh, everyone uh, be uh, safe out there with the uh, weather. And we'll be back for you tomorrow. Keep you entertained. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. We will be back tomorrow. Talk to you then. Peace out. I'm